You're listening to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast with host Felicia Stivelman, the podcast to help big four professionals quit the corporate games and break free into a meaningful career. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about two mistakes you're making in your job search. Find the full show notes for this episode at recoveringcorpaholics.com slash 25. When you're in the process of job searching, we all know that one mistake can cost us the opportunity. And since you're a professional and most likely an overachiever, if you're listening to this, you spend every minute trying to do everything by the book to land that perfect opportunity and to avoid those mistakes. But what if the mistake you're making is something that you don't even realize that you're doing? Something that is going to have you back in the same place as where you are now in just a couple months or even years down the road. That's why this week I wanted to talk about these two mistakes that you're making in your job search that are holding you back from career fulfillment. And FYI, just to support this episode, I created a spreadsheet to help you avoid these two mistakes. So just head over to recoveringcorpaholics.com 25 to download that now. The first mistake I want to talk about today is focusing your job hunt only on the external factors. You have no idea how often I hear this, but whenever I talk to clients about what their dream job is, 95% of what they say are all around the external factors of the job, such as I need a job where it's flexible and these are the hours and these are the days of the week. I need these benefits and the pay. You know, and only 5% of what they want in a job actually entails what it is they'd actually be doing on a day-to-day basis. I always like to follow up with a question when I hear this, such as, you know, great, you know, so if you were to have all the flexibility and pay in the world, you would do accounting work? And since most of my clients are coming from a professional services background, the answer is usually, or 99% of the time, no way. And, you know, those are nice words I'm putting it. That is why it is so important to know what it is that you actually want to be doing on a day-to-day basis. Now, it's good to know what external factors you want in a job, but at the end of the day, what you are going to be doing each day is going to be the most important thing that you want to consider when finding a new career path, especially a career path that fulfills you. Then once you find it is what it is you're looking for, of what you want to be doing, then you can look for those certain jobs that meet your lifestyle needs. For example, if you know you want to be an accountant and also that you want flexibility in a large team, then you look for companies and opportunities that fit that. But again, your goal there is to look for accounting work as the number one option first. Now, if you do it the opposite way around, taking another job just because it's flexible or earns you more money and you're not really concerned about what the actual job at hand is, Eventually, you will find something else that you'll want to change down the road and you'll be right back to where you started. And let me tell you my story on how I came to this realization. When I started my career in audit, I was miserable. I didn't like how repetitive the work was or that I was stuck working with just a few clients. So I told myself if I could get something where there was more variety in the work and the opportunity to work on various clients, I'd be happy. Therefore, I switched to consulting as it checked those boxes, the opportunities to work on more things, you know, still all finance-based, and that I switched clients every few weeks or months. But eventually, those feelings came back and I was miserable again. So what happened next? I told myself that it was because I was traveling all the time and that I was overworked. So, you know, what was the solution? That I needed to find a job that checked those boxes. So I did. I moved to an internal role where I was 100% remote and I had more flexibility with my time. 
But then a few years later, I was back to where I started. I told myself that it was because I missed working on the client side and I missed making an impact. My initial thought was to find a role that was client facing, you know, where I could make a difference and still be remote. But this time something stopped me. I actually took a step back and asked myself, is that something that's really going to make me happy? And that was the first time I actually had that thought of what it is that I actually wanted to do each day versus the external factors that I kept considering. So I sat down, I started making a list. What are the skills I have and the jobs that I'd actually wanna do? And there are a couple other questions you can ask yourself to see more of what those questions are and to get my template again to help you go through this process, go to recoveringcorpaholics.com 25 to download that template now. And this leads me to the second biggest mistake that I see clients making when changing jobs You don't believe that you have the skills to do a different job, and therefore, it's just not possible. Now, when I first started making my list, you know, back in the day, I realized that all the skills I had were all finance consulting or corporate work related, and all the things that I wanted to do were unrelated to that. So I thought I didn't have the skills for any of the jobs that I wanted to do. And if I truly look back, there are always different jobs I wanted to do back then, but I just always felt like I wasn't qualified for them, so I just never gave them the shot. For example, I knew back in audit that I really didn't like finance work, so why would I want to go into finance consulting? You know, I just thought that was the next step. You know, I thought finance was it. And, you know, I also thought that finance was the only thing that I was good at. You know, I went to school for it. And, you know, there's no other opportunities for me other than in finance. I also didn't want to start over. I also didn't believe that I could do anything else. And that's another reason why I kept focusing on trying to make it work. You know, and eventually when I went through a couple different career changes, I hired a coach to help me figure things out. And that's when I discovered that I had so many more skills than just finance. I was actually skilled in a lot of things. I had a lot of transferable experience, and honestly, I could have gotten any job, especially if you're coming from the big four world. You can go anywhere. We all know that. But, you know, then again, there came that voice inside my head. Okay, so I'm skilled, but I don't have a degree or any actual task experience to support it. So the next thing I discovered was that not having the experience or the education wasn't as big of a deal as I was making it. What I came to believe and what I now know, when hiring someone for a job, employers just want to know the type of person you are, your work ethic, and if you can get the job done. Check, check, and check. So maybe I didn't have the background, but if I believed in myself and thought that it was possible, there were so many things that I could have done to go after that job that would have made me more confident not having the background I thought I needed. And just as as an example, you know, I always did want to go into marketing back in the day. And, you know, what I could have done is first try to switch internally to a marketing job. You know, I already had a good reputation. Um, You know, that's how I was able to get into finance consulting. So it would have been just asking people for a shot to prove myself, you know, or to help them on a side project to help and show them I was capable. Other things I could have done, you know, would have been to network and see who I knew that would have given me a chance or helped me find an opportunity. I could have also joined a volunteer organization or some other kind of organization on an unpaid basis and asked to help with their marketing to gain experience. I could have also started a side hustle or did something on an hourly basis to gain experience. And as a last resort, I could have gone back to school and got a degree or a graduate certificate, some kind of certification, or just taken a random class. 
But basically what I'm trying to say is there were so many things that I could have done in order to feel like I checked the box, but I didn't because I didn't think it was possible and I didn't want to start over. So my mind wasn't even open to any of those possibilities. And for all of you people out there listening, thinking that you don't want to start over, you know, just think about where you'd be in a year if you start now. I know I said the same thing to myself year after year, like, oh, I just wish I would have started last year. Imagine where I could be. And maybe I would have needed to take a pay cut, maybe not, but that fear held me back from career fulfillment and who knows where I would have been now. So when you're thinking about what you want for yourself, take out all the judgment and thoughts of I'm not skilled or I'm not good enough, that would never happen or that's not a real job, that's not possible and all those other random thoughts holding you back and just think about what you want to do, what would make you happy regardless of skill, experience or education. And again, to guide you in this exercise and to ask you different questions and get you thinking, I created a template to help you go through this process. So just go over to recoverycorpaholics.com 25 to download that now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you realize these two mistakes and you don't make them so you can be on the path to career fulfillment. That's all I have for today. Stay inspired and live powerfully. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast. For show notes, to stay connected, and learn more about our show, find us online at recoveringcorpaholics.com. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, show your support by subscribing and reviewing this show. See you next week, everyone.